You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world and now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley Oklahoma where I serve as the senior pastor we're going to continue a series today entitled asking for a friend, asking for a friend. And the question we're going to ask today is, should Christians get divorced? Should Christians get divorced? So now let's get into the service where later we'll get into the word. Makes it easy to worship. Praise the Lord for the sweet, sweet spirit in this place. Amen. 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 One announcement I don't have written down here, but you uh, need to mark your calendar for the first Sunday in September. The First Missionary Baptist Church in Medea, Oklahoma has invited us to come in the installation service of our dear son and dear daughter on the first Sunday in September, three o'clock service. Uh, all right. And they're looking for Amen. me, the priest, the choir, to sing, looking all right. for all of us to show up. Amen. Right. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Excited about what God is doing in their life. And parenthetically, uh, we need to begin to think about how we're gonna celebrate on the fourth Sunday in right. September. Anybody know what the fourth Sunday in yeah. September is? Amen. Church, Church anniversary. 21st. The one 
Is it the twenty first or the twenty second? I don't know. I done got old. I don't know. I got a mark, mark. Look at it. <laughs> but we are uh, excited to be able to celebrate. But we want to be in prayer and want God to anoint and appoint that time of, of worship. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. A few other announcements here. Uh, we want you to continue to pray and intercede on behalf of one another. As I send out the pastor's texts, prayers. I want you to faithfully look over those prayers and faithfully intercede on behalf of, of those people. Amen. Amen. And uh, I was happy to see Brother Otis this morning. He looking good, wasn't he? Amen. Amen. Power Amen. prayer. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So I want you to continue to intercede, look over on behalf of the people of God. Amen. Right. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Work today. Okay, there we are. I want to uh, continue to encourage this next week on Saturday. Uh, we're going to be celebrating this banquet for our moderator, moderator Kirk D. Russian, on right. next uh, Saturday. Right. We are excited uh, to celebrate his tenure and uh, we look forward to those who are Amen. led by the Spirit to join us on next Saturday yeah. to celebrate him and Dr. John A. Reed Jr. is going to come and celebrate with us and also that Monday we're going to enter into our annual session and uh, of the Chickasaw District Association is going to convene on August 6th, that's that Sunday, at Mount Pleasant, back in Pleasantville, in Gene Autry, Oklahoma, on that Sunday. We're going to have worship, uh, praise, worship, and memorial service, and also Monday through Wednesday. Monday will be the Minister and Minister's Wives Tuesday Mission and Brotherhood. And on that Wednesday, the ushers and the moderators night. And Monday and Tuesday, we're going to be voting for a new moderator. Amen. Uh, amen. amen. And uh, Bethlehem has six votes. So if you'd like to come and be a part of that on Monday and Tuesday, uh, please let us know uh, so that we can vote for our moderator. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Uh, today... We're going to continue in a series entitled, and if this don't work, I ain't going to worry about it. Uh, today, uh, we're going to look at a message entitled, uh, and we're in a series entitled, Asking for a Friend, Asking for a Friend. And this morning's question, we're just asking for a friend. It's not me, it's not you. We're just asking for a friend, and the question this morning is, uh, should Christians get a divorce? Should Christians get a divorce? Should Christians get a divorce? And we're going to look at it. Let me, let's go ahead and read that text. Now. All right. Read that text. Let's see. Did I go fast? Uh-huh. I did? No. Try to find that text. It is uh, Matthew 19, if you, if you don't end up on the screen, Matthew 19, 1 through 6, Matthew 19, uh, well, 4 through 6, Matthew, okay, there it is. Please stand in reference to the Word of God, stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the Word of God. Let's read this together out loud on three. One, two, three. 
Haven't you read? He replied that at the beginning the Creator made him male and female, and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Again, we're just asking for a friend. Uh, it don't pertain to anybody in here, I'm sure. We're just asking for a friend to be able to give good godly advice. Should Christians get a divorce? And we're going to look on around three points. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about a form of communication. We're going to talk about a founder's creation. And we're going to talk about a fortified couple. A former communication, a founder's creation, and a fortified couple. And we want Christians to know today that Christians should get married and stay married as God originally planned. Christians should get married and stay married as God originally planned. And let's see if we can get this video to play. And then we'll get into... The word. The command, what God has joined together, let no one separate, refers to marriage and divorce. This is from Jesus' teaching on marriage and divorce, found in Mark chapter 10, verses 1 through 12, and Matthew chapter 19, verses 1 through 12. On one occasion, the Pharisees asked Jesus if it is legitimate for a man to divorce his wife. Jesus, in essence, answers no. Haven't you read that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female? said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So, they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Matthew chapter 19, verses 4 through 6. Also see Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, and chapter 2, verse 24. Jesus' point is that the married couple is something God has joined together. Marriage is not of human origin. It originated with God and is part of the way that God designed the human race to live. In saying, let no one separate a marriage, Jesus taught that divorce is not God's plan. Once a couple is married, they have been joined together by God himself, and the union is meant to be for life. Later, after Jesus says, what God has joined together, let no one separate, Pharisees point out that Moses allowed divorce agrees, but also points out that the allowance was made due to the hardness of heart. Matthew chapter 19, verse 8, reiterating that divorce was never God's original plan. Jesus' command against separating what God has joined implies that it is possible for a marriage union to be broken and for the one flesh to be separated by divorce. There is debate among Christians about whether divorce is ever justified. Many, perhaps most, would allow for divorce in the case of unrepentant faithfulness on the part of one's spouse, based on Matthew chapter 19. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just asking for a friend. Just asking for a friend. Um, when we go back to the gen Genesis, we always have to go back to the Garden of Eden. It's uh, the creation of everything um, that pertains to mankind. And we're back in the Garden once again in that fertile crescent. Uh, in that place called Eden, in that place called Eden, and 
and uh, I've said on many occasions that uh, this map is what they taught us in history and always want to say that uh, the Christian religion is really not a religion, religion, but relationship with God. All right, all right. Amen. It is a matter of fact and it's a matter of history. And we can take you back to the places where most of the major events in the Bible took place and we can place it on the map. Uh, either we know exactly, and we know exactly about Canaan, um, exactly, um, and we can guesstimate the one or two places, as you can see on the map there, that Eden could be, where Eden could be. And it was in this Garden of Eden that God did something um, to set up uh, all of mankind. It is in this Garden of Eden that he created marriage. God created marriage. Uh, sometimes we think uh, that man created it, but no, God created it. Amen. And because he created it, we, we have to go back to the owner's manual, as, as I said on Wednesday night. You want to know how your car works to the utmost? You got to go to the owner's manual. Most of us don't even know half of what our cars can do, especially these new smart cars. Right. Uh, maybe should I just speak for myself? Uh, Sometimes my wife joins and say, oh, this is do that, this is do that. I'll be like, oh, it does? Because <laughs> uh, I don't go back to the owner's manual. And as a result, I'm not using everything that they put into it uh, that even I myself may have more of an experience in writing in it. We got to go back to the owner's manners when it comes to relationship, when it comes to marriage. And today we're not only talking about marriage, but we're talking about the permanency of marriage. All right, all right. And we're just asking for a friend. Is divorce uh, uh, something that God wants Christians to do? And, and all of these questions that we've been talking about all month long seems very elementary because we know the answer to these questions. But there's only one problem. What we know and what we do can look uh, totally opposite of what should be done. I've always said here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church, I can tell when I got here that they, the, the preachers and teachers taught the word. You can see the word has been taught here and it has been taught here for years. And I'm never, never pressured to come up with anything new. Most of what I do is try to put you in remembrance of what you've already learned. All right. All right. And try to encourage you to do all that it says. Not just to know it intellectually, but to actually walk in it. Pray, I pray the most, based on the scripture, may we be doers of the word. And not just hearers. And, and, and many times, uh, and I'll tell you the truth, many times, most of the times, most pastors don't preach or teach on marriage and family and relationships. So many times, uh, some of us may be learning some new things. 
But I can guarantee you that this morning, most of us will not be learning anything new. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Because we know, we know that there should be no divorce. But let us get in a hot argument. Now, I, I, I know y'all, y'all, y'all have these perfect marriages, those who are married, and that, uh, that y'all do what I heard a, a couple that said they were married over 40 years. The man told me that I'm married to my wife for over 40 years and we ain't never had an argument. Hello, somebody. And I thought one or two things. But you know the first thing I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. that it was a lie from the pit of hell. <laughs> because most marriages probably can't get through a month, let alone a week, without having some kind of disagreement. Hello, somebody. Because we ain't all on one accord all the time. Sunday school teacher said that they had me here. I asked a question and they was on one accord. They've been married 50 years. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Especially in those early years. Oh, and, and, and a lot of times there's going to be disagreement. As a matter of fact, the, 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 the guys who do the statistics on marriage says that, that, that there is no difference between a good and a bad marriage when it comes to conflict. They both have the same amount of conflict, but the difference between the good marriage and the bad marriage is how they deal with their conflict. Hello, somebody. Right. Have the same amount of conflict, but the difference is how they deal with their conflict. Right. Hello, somebody. Yeah. And, and, and the standard of what should be done and how we deal with our uh, with any kind of argument should be the word of God. Right. That's the standard. Hello, That's the standard. That's the owner's manual. Many single folk don't want to get married because of maybe. The conflict, some of the conflict. They're, they're looking for a perfect person who have their perfect ideas so they think that when they get married, they won't have any conflict because they have all things in common. That ain't the way the Lord made us. Hello, somebody. I said, that ain't the Lord made us. When God created marriage, he didn't say that uh, he didn't put Adam to sleep and say, I cloned him, I, I cloned him. Eve is a clone of Adam. She gonna believe everything that he believes. He didn't say that. Hello, somebody. He, he didn't make a clone and he doesn't even clone us to obey him automatically. If we obey the word of God, we do it because we're moved by all oh, the spirit on the inside of us to obey him. Ain't nobody a robot. God gives free will. And that's the problem with what Moses did. Hello, somebody. Moses came along and he gave that option. Because of the hardness of the heart. But God said in his word, oh, that I ain't even praying for all of that. Hello, somebody. 
When you get married, you're supposed to stay married. And the point number one, a form of communication. This is why I said I put you in remembrance of, and this is what Jesus is saying. Let me put you in remembrance, this form of communication, this form of email, this form of facts. How old you are today? This, this, this form of text I sent. He said, Have, haven't you read? He replied that what? At the beginning, the creator made them male and female. He said, I done showed you how you're supposed to do this from the beginning. And in the beginning, this is how it was set up. I ain't never planned for a married couple to get a divorce. All right. Ooh, that's deep, that's deep. But preacher, you don't know my wife. I don't know your wife, but I do know your God. All right. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. Ooh, let me say that again. I don't know your wife, but I do know your God. Right, right. And I do know that there's some controversy that men and women have. Oh, well, the number one conflict for a man is that in marriages, he ain't getting enough. Hello, somebody. Number one complaint. Hello, somebody. I, I know you, I know you're God. Guess what? That ain't a whole reason for you to get a divorce. Hello, somebody. Some men say, well, uh, I'm mad and she can't cook. I'm ready to put it down. Wait a minute. Uh, I, 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 I didn't know that she couldn't cook. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I didn't know that. See, for, uh, I was praying for a wife that could cook, but not for the reason that you think. I was praying that way because I'm so cheap. I didn't want to spend food out all week long, fast food. I, I wanted somebody to come in and cook and save us some money. Hello, somebody. But guess what? If she stopped cooking, even though I wouldn't have married her in the first place, if she couldn't cook, if she stopped cooking, guess what? There ain't no reason for a divorce. Right, right. Hello, somebody. There ain't no reason for a divorce. Ooh, it's a, it's a lot of things that can weigh on a marriage. But the preacher, he's gambling our money away. He's taking it to the casino, not paying for all the bills. Now, whoo, that's that's conflict when it comes to finances. They say one of the number one reasons for a divorce is finances. But guess what God said? That's not a reason for a divorce. Ooh, that's deep. Christians, you better, before you get mad, you better think about this. Amen. <laughs> hey, your marriage is grown for business. Hell, it's permanently. Oh, preacher, you don't know my wife. Oh, she's addicted to drugs. Oh, but guess what? That's not a reason. Oh, hey, divorce. Right. You don't know my husband. He's an alcoholic. He's drunk all the time. Guess what? That's not a reason for a divorce. Yeah. Right. Lord, these are some hard issues that we're facing. He lost his job. He's depressed now. Now he won't do nothing around the house. Don't do nothing outside the house. Guess what? That's not a reason for a divorce. Preacher, she done got sick on me. She can't do nothing no more. Guess what? That's not a reason for a divorce. But preacher, oh, she got all time.
Alzheimer's or he got Alzheimer's. Don't even know who I am. Guess what? Ooh, isn't that deep? <laughs> he said, preacher, he ain't, she ain't gonna know nothing if I do a little do. <laughs> she won't know if the God will. Hello, somebody. That's not a reason for a divorce. This is hard stuff. God. tell you at the, at the beginning, we tell you, we tell you when, and when we're standing up here and, and we're giving you, we, we tell you that it's that, that it, 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 in sickness and in hell. Hello, somebody. That's what happens. Folk get sick and, 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 and people are leaving their loved ones on their deathbed or leaving them in a home somewhere and not seeing about them and going on with their lives. It's not a reason for a divorce. Haven't you heard the form of communication, the email? Do you not know? In Genesis 27, the next slide, for God created man in his own image, in his image he created him. Male and female, he created them. He created them. Oh, and marriage. Male and female. We, we, we addressed this on Wednesday night. Whether same-sex Christians who want to get married. Hello, somebody. You know that's... One, one time it wasn't that controversial, but now, hello, somebody, it's really controversial. There are some denominations are splitting over this. Amen. Right. Hello, somebody. Uh, whether a, a, a man and a man can marry, a, a woman and a woman can be married, we dealt with that on Wednesday night, and we told you that it is possible for there to be uh, someone who is homosexual and they can get saved and they can be Christian and homosexual at the same time. I told you that. Because they'll tell you the truth. I mean, this is biblical knowledge. They'll tell you that we were born this way. That ain't new terminology. God says that we were all born in iniquities and that we were all born into sin. Yeah, you were born that way. But guess what? When you gave your life to Jesus Christ, you were born again. And when you were born again, God says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all that old stuff pass away. Hello, somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all were born with certain proclivities. Right. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. That's right. Oh, we, we all 
Uh, had it not been for Christ, we'd have took out our daddy or our mamas, and daddy was a rolling stone. Hello, somebody. Right, right. And, and I could have said I was born this way. I look just like my daddy. I'm charming just like my daddy. Guess what? My daddy never married. Hello, somebody. And he was born that way. But when I was born again, I had to put my daddy behind. Hello, somebody. I had to be about what God said. In Jesus' name. And I know the only reason I'm married today is because God told me to. It wasn't because I was born this way. That's why folk don't want to get married today. Regular folk don't want to get married. Young folk, hello somebody, don't want to get married. It seems that only those who are of the same sex genders are fighting for marriage. Hello, somebody. But yes, you can be homosexual and saved. Oh, and you were born that way. Yes, but when you were born again, hello, somebody. Yeah. God put another spirit on the inside of you to help you control your proclivity. But preacher, what if I had the operation? I said, well, you know what oh, repentance is? Repentance means to turn. From your wicked ways. Right, right. You got the money, you better get the unoperation. Hello, somebody. Ooh, that's repentance. Turning from your wicked ways to turn. Can you get the unoperation? And if you can't get the unoperation, guess what? God always said there was consequences to sin. Yeah. Right. Amen. Ooh, he forgave the sin, but every, every sin has a consequence. Then you have to live your life the right way, missing some stuff. Amen. Hello, somebody. You have to go forward in Jesus' name. Your marriage is missing some stuff right now. It's probably because of something that you did in the first place. Mm, right. All these married men say, "Oh, preacher, when we were when we were not uh, uh, married, oh, we was uh, uh, good, goodly, mugly every night." Hello, somebody. But after we got married, things uh, slowed down. Guess what? You didn't think God was gonna let you make it, did you? <laughs> Hello, somebody. You're you're suffering the consequences of your sin. Hello, somebody. God gave you a free will. You choose what's going to happen in your life by your obedience. Yeah, all right. All right. Amen. And you can reap some good things in your marriage or you can reap some bad things Amen. in your marriage because of what you saw. Right. But at this point, as your marriage is in trouble, God saying in the morning, oh, no divorce. No divorce. Ooh. You hear me say from the pulpit, there's only one legitimate option for divorce, okay? And that's adultery. But you notice, Jesus, he really wasn't even counting that. That's what Moses allowed to happen. Because of the hardness right. of our hearts. Right. It's funny. Have you ever noticed this? 
A woman can forgive a man many times for cheating. But how many men will forgive a woman? And, and you know why they can't forgive? Because of the hardness of their heart. Ooh, that pride. Hello, somebody. God ain't said that that should be pride in your marriage. Matter of fact, he said, love is not proud. Hello, somebody. And that's why folk get divorced because of pride. Well, I ain't going to take this. I like to say, in marriage, you're going to take something. Hello, somebody. If it's going to last, You say you always hurt the one you love. Mm -hmm. My Lord. You know why? Because they're in the closest vicinity. Right. You know why? Because we're all sinners. Amen. Say that. Hell sin. Amen. We got some sinner sinners and some saved sinners. Hell of sinners. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Hell of somebody. But God did not want. Divorce. Right. Amen. Even for adultery. Ooh. Preacher, you really meddling. I ain't meddling. I'm just teaching the word. Right. <laughs> right. Right. God is doing the meddling. Point number two. The founder's creation. This is what he said. In the beginning, this was the original, the standard, the emancipation proclamation of marriage. Hello, somebody. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is what marriage is. You leave everybody. You don't left mom and daddy behind. You leave everybody, and you form this union of marriage, and the two shall become one flesh. teaching a class and one person said one is the only number that can't be divided. Hello, somebody. One is the only number that can't be divided. God wants you married and he wants you to stay married. This is how he planned it from the beginning. Ecclesiastes 5.31 says the same thing. As he tells the rose, Ephesians, he says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and his mother and be united to his wife. There should be no mama's boys in marriage. All right. There should be no daddy's girl in marriage. In other words, y'all come together and form, form a bond so close that nobody can enter into it. Nobody should be influencing your marriage. Right. Amen. Hello, somebody. Train young couples. Don't be telling your mama and daddy about your marriage business. Amen. Don't be telling them about your business. Don't tell your sisters and brothers about your business. Marriage is grown for business. You let other people into it and they'll mess you up. Amen. That's right. Hell somebody. You go out venting about what he or she did. And then you forgive them. 
But at the next family reunion, everybody looking at him crazy and cross-eyed. <laughs> somebody, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> and they won't forgive. But you're in a marriage, and God says it's got to last. They won't forgive him, but you ought to. Woo! You're going to do it God's way. Let me say that again. They won't forgive him, but you have to. Amen. You have to. Marriage meant for life. Right. All right. It meant not that controversial. Right. All right. And you said, yes, it is, Reverend. I said, well, I said it's not that controversy. Heat wave knew it. Always and forever. Yeah. 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 Each moment with you. Yeah. You have a life of love. All right. Sing it. I sure wish I know this song that Stevie Wonder came out with when I was nine years old. I think it was so. Y'all remember that? Is it called so? Yeah, Stevie Wonder, that love song. What, what is it called? Not so well. Uh, what is it? Do, 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 do. And something, 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 and something, something. <laughs> I'll be loving you always. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling Y'all remember that song? He said, not the way you sang it. We don't remember it. <laughs> I'll be loving you always, hello, somebody. <laughs> I knew I messed that one up real bad. <laughs> I need to stay in Martin Marine. I was nine years old. <laughs> but everybody sings about a love that lasts forever. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no really wide enough to keep me away from you. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody believes it. It should be. It's not that controversial. It should be forever. That's how God planned it. Forever. Hello, somebody. That's how God planned it. In our day and time, it's, it's not common for people to be divorced in the church right. four or five times. Right. If they got married at all. All right. Amen. This is something that God loves. He created it. He planned it. And he wanted us under point number oh, three, he wanted us to be a fortified couple. In verse six, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. But God has joined together. Let no one separate, not mama, not daddy, not even a hook 
said that because some men have been in a marriage and got caught going to hookers. Now Moses allowed because of our hard hearts that God wanted us to be married and to stay married for a lifetime in the good times in the bad times in the sad times in the sick times in the mad times oh when you lost your mind and he done lost his mind he wants you to be there oh for always that's why folk love that movie the notebook so much remember that woman had lost her memory of who he was and he was still there building every day and he had to get to know her and, and court her on a daily basis to remind him, her of who he was. Oh, and that, that love story has lived on throughout time because that's true love. All right, all right. That is true love. Yes, sir. You say, I'm going to be there until death. Do us part. And I always got to say here, a natural death. Do us part. <laughs> Some folks want to help God out. Especially Christian sanctimonious folk. Rather kill them as opposed to the voices to look good in public. Hello, somebody. We all laughing, but that's some folks who feel that way. For real. They don't want the shame of it. They come up with a plan until natural death do us part. God don't need your help. Hell or something. But marriage is meant to be for always and forever. A commitment before God. And it stabilizes the family. Even folk who've gotten divorced after 50 years of marriage, their children have a detrimental problem for them getting a divorce. Right. They grown and have children of their own. Mm-hmm. And it affects them right. in a negative way. God's meant marriage to be forever. Forever. And he said, let no one separate. That's why sometimes I have to give some what seemed like some mean advice. So you gonna let that 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 woman he was with destroy the last 40 years of your life and he's repented. All right. Now I said that man. And he's repented. He's actually turned from his wicked ways. He's sorrowful, not just because he got caught. True repentance. You don't let her take half of what you got. You worked for all these years. 
droves folk off. Lord, have mercy. True love will forgive. A fault. Right. Hello, somebody. And women have been doing it for years. Woo. Let me say that again. And that is why many times on Mother's Day, Mama is praised. Because they know what she did and what she had gone through. And Daddy's Day for most. <laughs> you know why they don't celebrate you? You are a rolling stone. Hello, somebody. You hurt mama. You hurt us. Doing all that crazy stuff. Hello, somebody. That's why this last Father's Day we had to praise God for the good men. Hello, somebody. There are some good men who are in it for a lifetime. They may not be perfect, but they're in it for a lifetime. They may be, uh, they're forgiving, they, they go forward, they've been faithful in the good times, faithful in the bad times. Oh, when they were on top, uh, making more money, oh, they were faithful to the house and brought it all home. Oh, and when they retired and had to adjust to less, they still bring it home. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Faithful, that's what God wants in marriage. That's what we need. Oh, to secure our culture, secure our society, secure our church. Yeah. Yeah. You see, marriage ain't like some of y'all Christianity, you know. Sometimes you show up to church or not. Mm. Oh. Marriage, you got to show up every day. <laughs> yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no days off. Hello, somebody. And it can't just be about you. If your marriage just looks like you, you're only doing stuff that you like, then that's not a godly marriage. All right. Woo. Hello, somebody. You king of your castle, men? That's not a godly marriage. Because Christ is king of my castle. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. God has joined them together and let no one separate. Malachi chapter 2, and we'll go home because I'm probably over time. I don't have my watch. And my wife said, yes, you are. <laughs> I told you, give me my watch. I might be able to see what time it is. <laughs> but anyway, let me read this last one. This is how God feels about divorce. For I hate divorce. Says the Lord, the God of Israel, he who divorces his wife covers his garment in what? Violence! Wow. God says the divorce is violent! Yeah. Yeah. Some of them uh, pictures like uh, what happened to that, uh, that young man that got beat, Rodney King, back in the day. I couldn't barely see that. What happened to George Floyd that, that was violence and called a great outcry, not only in America, but all around the world because we saw that violence. We heard that voice screaming out for his mama and his violence. God says he is in heaven and screaming out, violence. Yes. Amen. Yeah. 
I wouldn't even be here if it was about my way. I wouldn't be here in ministry. I wouldn't be in marriage. I wouldn't be doing none of that. But God says, God created it. And God hates divorce. And in America today, God is screaming out violence. There's violence on the street. Uh, you remember I said that I wrote a book about black lives mattering. Black lives matters in the Bible. And I began to write a second book in order for black lives to matter. Black love has to matter. Because the same way we're screaming out in the street over George Floyd and, and others like Eric Garner and, and others, God is screaming out violence because of divorce. All eyes closed, heads about saints of brain. had to communicate on Wednesday night that the only impartable sin is to reject Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Because some people say homosexuals will go to hell. That's not an impardonable sin. Even divorce is not impardonable. There's only one impardonable sin. And that's to reject Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And if you're here today and you don't ever remember a time where you gave your life to Jesus Christ. We want to take this opportunity for you to give your life to Jesus Christ right now. God says that the voice is violent. But when one person gives their life to Jesus Christ, all of heaven is rejoicing. And if you're here today and you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, if you have not believed that Jesus Christ was God's only son, that he gave Jesus because he loved us, that anyone who believes in him shall not perish or go to hell. And right now we want you to slip out of your seats right now and say, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Right here and right now. I don't want to be separated from God. I want to become one with God today. Is there one today? I know in days like this and times like these. Most people are here who are saved, but just in case, is there one today? All you got to do is pray this simple prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. 
I believe that you're God's only son, that you died for my sins, was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I might be saved. Come into my heart that I might be born again. That I might be made over into the image of Jesus Christ. Ended by simply saying, in Jesus' name, amen. Is that one today that prayed that prayer for the first time? Sip out of your seats. No, I'm past time, but we'll take a moment for you to come. If God is leading you to come today, come on down in Jesus' name. Is there one? Is there one? Amen. Praise the Lord. Give God a hand clap of praise as we stand to our feet. Let me give the benediction. Father God, we thank you. We praise your holy name. Father God, you are worthy to be praised. And not only that, Father, you are worthy to be obeyed. Even when it hurts, help us, Lord, to obey. Help us to live as singles, sanctified unto you, as married couples sanctified to you and to one another. Put your hand of protection around us. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again. The people of God said, you're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Now, I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And 
in that place after the preach preach I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimbleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry if God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give. Visit that website, AWFTL with Pastor Mike from KimberlyEton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you making available uh John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.